Hey friends, welcome to the Yet We Thrive podcast. We're your hosts, Jessica and Lindsay. Even though we are all part of this club that we never intended to sign up for, we're so glad you're here. We are a community for women who have lost babies or have struggled to get pregnant. And we're here to help you thrive, even in the midst of these impossible circumstances. So join us as we show you practical and sometimes unconventional ways every week for how to thrive in this one crazy life. Welcome back to the Yet We Thrive podcast. This is episode 92, and today we have a Yet We Thrive team member, Jamie Hainsworth, on with us to talk about how we forget about the long haul. But before we dissect what that means, something that's frustrating us and something that's bringing us joy. Um, Something that's frustrating me is now that it's getting colder outside, everyone is inside, and so there's more messes inside, (laughs) which I love. But sometimes I'm like, <laughs> pick up your things. Like, oh, yes, I love that you're building a fort in the living room, uh-huh, but uh-huh. it's been here two days and yep. I can no longer it's stare. Time. <laughs> <laughs> Take it down. So, I can't even sit on the couch. Um, <laughs> but so that's just a little frustration. But uh-huh. um, something that's bringing me joy is Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. And so mm. I'm just glad that it's almost here. Yes. And Same. I love the food. I love yeah. prepping everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, we don't have family that lives close, so our family comes in for Thanksgiving, which is always oh, fun. That's so fun. Um, yeah. So it just brings me joy. Lots of joy. Good. So much joy. Well, my frustration is, <laughs> you've heard it before, you're going to hear it again, our grass in our backyard. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's just, we reseeded it in October, which is when you're supposed to. It's still not doing anything, and I'm just not Ooh. happy <laughs> I'm just convinced we're cursed. Our backyard <laughs> oh. is officially cursed. So just if you could like pray over that or something just so we can have grass, that would be awesome. I'm lay hands on it later. <laughs> like I'm laying hands on our lawn. Jesus breathed life to this grass seed. <laughs> it's dead and gone. Right. Bring it back to life. Resurrect it. <laughs> oh, it is so frustrating. But um, what's bringing me joy is, you've heard it before, you'll hear it again. Our deck is done. We Yay. did like, so we have like an, a patio in our backyard and we built like a deck above that. So it's like a nice little like outdoor living room kind of. And we're like breaking it in this weekend for the Notre Dame game. It's going to be super fun. So we're really, really excited about that. It's been a long haul. Hey, that's the name of this episode. I did not mean to do that. It's on my mind, apparently. But um, it has been a long haul, and we are ready for it to be used and for it to be done. So we're really excited. It is going to bring us so much joy. Yeah. Jamie? Uh, my frustration is our cars right now. Oh, my gosh. Like a month ago, I was downtown. My car broke down while I was down there. And then... Uh, my husband's car was also broke down at the same time. Oh, no. His car wasn't even starting. So fun. So, so fun. Um, and so we got all of that fixed and everything, uh, but it's just, it's got me on edge. My car still doesn't have, we've got everything. Both cars are running again, thank goodness. But my car doesn't have the gas gauge working right. So, like, you can go oh, from no. 75 miles to zero, and you don't really know what it is because sometimes it's zero, and sometimes you have 75 miles left. Uh. <laughs> So That's so nerve-wracking. We just did a road trip, and 
<laughs> it was the whole time I'm like, <laughs> anytime we got to a quarter tank, I was like, should we stop for gas too? Right, yeah. And he's like, no, we have a few miles. And <laughs> I was stressing Are me you out. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yes. And then coming here this morning, my car wouldn't start. No. And it has like a small issue with the starter that has happened. Like it's been a problem since we bought the car where it just oh. occasionally won't start, but the starter doesn't need replaced because it works 90% of the time. But anyway, my car oh my just, gosh. I'm like, it's going out. And so we're praying in the new vehicle <laughs> the next six yes. months, hopefully. <laughs> oh. Yes. Because I feel it. It's dying a slow death. Oh, no. <laughs> Shopping for new vehicles is, especially right now, yeah. it's just like. So stressful. Uh, it's stressful. It is. So we'll yep. figure it out. It'll be yeah. fine. It'll yep. all work out. It, yep. it does. But it's just it frustrating will. me right now. Yep. But uh, my joy is I am really thankful that we decided to take fall break this week. We were not oh, going to have yes. a fall break, and we had a long road trip last weekend to go to a wedding in South Carolina for family, and it just ended up being very taxing on all of us, and it was more of a mental health break than anything, but we yeah. had a fall break. Yeah. Got a fall break. So we had fall break the, this week, and the kids have declared me the best mom ever because I gave them the week off school That's spontaneously. Amazing. Oh my gosh, I love so it. Like, I win so much. <laughs> so much. In every way. So, good joy there. <laughs> yes, that is a good joy. Well, today's episode is We Forget About the Long Haul. And while this episode is for the, those of us in this club, it's actually mostly for those who are outside of this club, but who know somebody who's in it, we definitely want to hit it on it from both directions. So for those of us who are in this club, we sometimes forget or we simply don't realize how the trauma of loss and infertility will affect us indefinitely mm -hmm. um, or even trauma outside of your fertility journey. Mm -hmm. Like for example, Jamie, will you share about watching the medical show like after Aiden was sick? Yeah, I've always been a huge medical show person and I just watch them. That's like my favorite thing to watch. And so much to the point that the doctors in the hospital asked me if I was a medical <laughs> in the medical field. <laughs> so maybe I've watched them too much. Anyway, but after the fact, I sat down to watch one of the shows I've watched a million times, like House or something that I've seen all of the episodes to. And I was fine for a while. And next thing you know, all of the bells were going off for whatever the, whoever the patient was. And my body went immediately into fight mode. I was sweating. My heart was racing. I was panicked. It was just that quick. It was just a sudden trigger that I had no idea would trigger me because I had literally seen the episode before and mm. watched all of it and I knew what was going to happen. But yeah, my body kept track of that for sure and reminded me that I was still battling the trauma mm -hmm. of that loss, yeah. almost loss. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know, um, Jamie's son, Aiden, when he was two, battled a horrific episode of E. coli and we almost lost him. Mm -hmm. That's what we're referring to. You can listen to our podcast episode. I don't remember the number, but you can look it up. Um, but that was something that was super traumatizing. Yeah. And then something like watching a TV show just brought it all back yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unexpectedly. Yep. And I I know for me, for me, it was a trauma of almost dying for years. Every time I got sick, I swore I was going to die, even though logically I knew that dying was super unlikely. Uh -huh. I just, if I didn't get better within a few days, I would just be like, well, this is it. I'm going to die now mm -hmm. because I had right. faced that before, yeah. Yeah. not knowing if I was going to wake up the next day. And so that just trickled on for years until mm -hmm. therapy, but that was how it affected me. Do you have any examples, Jess? Um, yeah. So when we found out we were pregnant, um, with our first, the baby that we lost, um, it was in the winter. So I found out in, I think November after we had like our first, first ultrasound mm -hmm. seeing him, I remember like letting the dog out in like the cool, like brisk air. Mm -hmm. I remember thinking like, Oh, 
like it's gonna be so fun like when they're older and they can play in the snow and yeah. like that sort of yeah. thing and then we lost him in March and it was still cold and then I remember like getting up for my surgery that day letting the dog out mm. again and it was that coldness mm. and so like for probably a good two years anytime we went from like fall to winter it was extremely hard for mm. me just to like I just remember that feeling on my cheeks of like yeah. the coldness yeah. and so I mean now it doesn't really you know bother me but right. yeah um yeah for like two years it was just like I didn't want to feel the coldness on my face yeah yeah, so, yeah. Yep. that's crazy it's crazy how our brains work and yeah. how our brains function yeah. that well, way especially like with senses like smells and hearing mm -hmm. and that sort yeah. of thing like it you know definitely triggers those traumas and yeah well sometimes we have a tendency to think that once the immediate pain or shock or grief wears off we won't have anything else coming up again but losing a child or being unable to get pregnant are huge events in our life they don't just evaporate from our life nope. and stay away issues arise your mind gets triggered your heart will probably break again and anxiety can run rampant, um, which is so true. That anxiety will creep in there. Yeah. Yep. This kind of loss is not to be taken lightly. And we have to remember that what has happened in our fertility journeys will affect us for the rest of our lives, good or bad. Mm -hmm. yeah. So while you won't always feel this way, what has happened is life altering yeah. um, and you will carry it with you always and that's okay it's super normal to feel totally good and fine for years and then to feel sad about how things turned out seemingly out of nowhere that's okay yeah. our hearts will always be healing yeah. even in the midst of a happy and joy-filled thriving life yeah it's just how it goes. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you never know. Like, you just never know what could trigger you. Yeah. You could be having the best day of your life, and then mm -hmm. all of a sudden something happens, and you're, like, stuck with, <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. you know, just a thought or a memory or mm -hmm. a, that longing just comes back bubbling yep. out of nowhere, and you, you know, that's okay. Yeah. It's super normal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're not the only one who's felt right. that way. It's what happens to all of us. Yep. Yeah. No matter how long your journey has been. Right. Yeah. Well, and yeah. trauma just literally rewrites your DNA mm -hmm. and it rewrites like mm -hmm. the way you think and your brain. And I remember when Tilly went through the whole peanut thing, mm -hmm. like in that trauma, it was just like for like a whole year trying to get her brain, you know, they say like your brain is like a file cabinet. Mm -hmm. And so when you do have trauma, your brain doesn't know where to put the f that in yeah. a file right. cabinet because it's not supposed to happen. Like it's not yeah. supposed right. to be this exactly. way. And so just training her brain to put that there. So when she does have triggers or when we do have anxiety, like mm -hmm. we have things to help us through that. And, and then for those not in this club, I think a lot of the time people tend to forget that when we lose a baby or we lose the dream of a baby, we're not only missing the delivery in the infant months, we're missing the entire lifetime with the children we had always hoped to have. Every single mile stone will bring about memories of how we are supposed to have them here with us and I think for me like he was our first so I think it hit home more the milestone thing I didn't really think mm. about it until I had other children right yeah. and I was like oh yeah this yeah. is what I was missing mm -hmm. like you know uh -huh. and so I think for me it was just like I didn't really think about that until mm -hmm. I had other kids but yeah yeah. yeah, and I've heard from women, too, that women who don't have any living children, mm -hmm. they'll go to, you know, the graduation, and then they'll think, yeah. like, what if I never get this, yeah. or I was supposed to have this, and that mm -hmm. hits you hard, and that could be yeah. 20 years later, yeah. right. <laughs> and then it yeah. hits you like, oh, this was supposed to be me. I was right. supposed to be walking my grad, yeah. you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. I guess it'd be walking my daughter down the aisle, not walking your 
grad down the aisle, but <laughs> still, it still holds true at a yes. wedding or a graduation yeah. or a birthday party or yeah. soccer game or, I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on right. of things that we're missing. Right. Well, you have every birthday, every anniversary of the date you decide to stop trying, every mm. holiday, like you said, graduation, wedding, soccer game, back to school season. Mm-hmm. Um, the list goes on. All of that reminds us of what we were missing. And it doesn't just hurt right after it has happened. We all ache for what is lost the rest of our lives. Losing a baby, not being able to have a baby, we will feel the loss for the long haul. So if you're not in this club, maybe check in on us a year or two after our loss. If you can't remember on your own, that's okay. Set in a reminder on your phone, which I typically do, like, because mm-hmm. it just happens all the time with people around you. And oh, yeah. that's one thing I try to do is mm-hmm. put it in, you know, on your phone. There's like little notes there. Mm-hmm. You can write a note in your mm-hmm. phone. Yeah. And if you're like me, I seldom know the date. Mm-hmm. I yeah. usually know the day of the week. Yes. But I have like, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you what today is. It's the, the 14th. Yeah. I know that because I have <laughs> right. a hair appointment today. <laughs> I was going to say, I didn't. You looked at me and I was like, nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> so today while we're recording, it's October 14th. But like, I don't just like, mm-hmm. I just don't know what no. date it right. is generally. Right. Yeah. And so if I miss somebody's birthday, it's not because I forgot their birthday was on October 14th. It's that I didn't realize right. that today was October yeah. 14th. <laughs> or if you just remember the month. Yeah. Yes. It's like that whole month, yeah. right. like that person is usually like, oh, this is going to be a hard month or, mm-hmm. you know, like, so even if you get the date wrong or you miss the date, like, hey, just, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. if you forget, that's okay. It's, n- it's not too late. Right. It's yeah. not going to be too late to say, hey. I'm sorry I missed the day, mm-hmm. yeah. but I want you to know I didn't forget about you. Yeah. Right. Showing yeah. up is more important than the time that you show yes. up. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And right. you never know. Maybe they're fine on that day, mm-hmm. but it hits them. Yeah. That happens to me a lot yep. that I am fine the day of, mm-hmm. but either the days leading up to it mm-hmm. or the days after that I'm like, because I think I'm in t- the anticipation of the day. Right. Like mm-hmm. I know I'm expecting that day to come. So like, Leading up to it, I'm like, well, what am I going to feel? How am I going to feel? Whatever. And then the day comes and I'm like, oh, I'm actually doing pretty okay. But then it'll hit me later. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes it's really nice when somebody texts you a few days later and they're like, hey, I'm sorry. I missed the day, but I haven't forgotten. Mm -hmm. I think about you all the time or I think about your baby all the time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's when you need it most is not necessarily on the day. It's just around the day. Yeah. 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 And maybe like when you do set that reminder, maybe you set out time to go get your nails done together with, Mm. you know, said friend, um, or watch the same movie or have a pajama party and eat cake, go big or go small. It doesn't matter. We simply want to be remembered and thought of. We want to know that we aren't the only ones who remember the Mm. things that didn't go accordingly to plan. And I think that's super huge. When you can step into that role, we feel less alone. We feel more seen and heard. Um, even just a simple text with no strings attached can make the world of a difference. Like, mm-hmm. so maybe like a simple text, like, Hey, I'm saying, you know, like I'm thinking of you or mm-hmm. I know this month is hard or mm-hmm. I know this date is hard. Yeah. Just recognizing and sometimes even saying their child's name if they named mm-hmm. the baby, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, cause sometimes I've heard that a lot where people just want, they don't want to be the only ones like thinking about them mm-hmm. yeah. or thinking about their name or saying their name. And so I think when you do that, it just like brings you closer to that person mm-hmm. and it just you know, you're sitting on the couch with them, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you're being a blessing to them by doing that. So, yeah. And for a lot of women, regardless of like, whether it's been infertility or miscarriage, starting your period is a huge trigger one way or another. Like think about that. That happens every single month. 
That's an opportunity every month to be like, hey, I know you started and that must be really hard for you. Right. Let's, uh, if let's, you're real close do? to your friend and you know their cycle. Yes. <laughs> like me and Jamie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, we're not going to know everyone's cycle, but if you're there, with if your you're friends, there, yes, you have four, four, four weeks. You can guess right. from and be like, it might be near your period. I'm thinking about you and you're close. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yes. oh. but I think all of those things really bless your friends. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. when you bless others, it also is like a blessing to you because you yeah. get filled with that joy and you get filled with, you know, like a purpose, you know, yeah. something yeah. that you're contributing to. Mm-hmm. And um, there's all good things that follow that. And I uh, think trauma, sorry. I no, you trauma go ahead. is isolating. Yes. It, like yes. all of it is uh-huh. very isolating. And then we isolate ourselves more if we don't feel that acknowledgement yes. from mm-hmm. others. Uh-huh. Because, And so I think it's like this vicious cycle of I don't want to acknowledge your pain to make it worse. Mm-hmm. And you don't always want to acknowledge it either, but acknowledging it is what helps both of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, we have to like do better about not shying away from that pain. Mm-hmm. Like, like talking to them specifically about the name of their child. Mm-hmm. I, um, my sister has a friend whose, whose daughter died a few days after birth and she just wants people to talk about mm-hmm. the name of her daughter mm-hmm. with her and right. talk about that experience. She wants to talk about her baby. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about our pain. We just don't always feel that it, you're ready for it. If right. you're not acknowledging mm-hmm. it for us. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think people on the outside, not in this club, like you said, are like, they don't want to say, they're afraid to say something because they're like, healthiest thing you can do is say, would you like to talk about it? Yeah. Or opening that door Mm -hmm. and say, I'm here and I'm willing Mm -hmm. to talk about them, to talk about the Mm -hmm. pain that you went through, to talk about the trauma you went through. Yeah. I'm just letting you know it's an open door Mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah. let me know when you're ready. And some people, and it's tricky because some people are different. Right. You know, you have like the whole spectrum. Yeah of Mm -hmm. how people deal with trauma one they want to shut it out and not talk about it and then you have Mm -hmm. others who like please talk about it with me you know and so it's like finding that balance but when you are vulnerable enough to Mm -hmm. ask that person like do you want to talk about it and Mm -hmm. it's simple yeah Yeah. question and sometimes we make it so complicated yeah and it doesn't need to be Mm -hmm. yes yeah so for example when we lost our first judah and I mean, I almost died and it was terrible and horrific. Since it was such like a weird, rare, complicated pregnancy, Mm -hmm. people wanted to know, people had a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. And I loved that because for me, that meant I got to talk about it and I got to, I'm a verbal processor. So I got to process through that. I wanted to talk about it. Right. Yeah. Whereas my husband, Blake, did not mm-hmm. want to talk about it mm-hmm. at all. So yeah. for us, I couldn't talk about it with him because he would just either shut down or explode one yeah. or the other. He was not handling it in a healthy way. He will tell you that in person. So it was one or the other. So I had to like bottle it up around him. But then when a friend would come over and they would ask me questions, I could just like blah yeah, <laughs> all right. over them. Yeah. But oftentimes Blake would have to leave Mm-hmm. If I was talking about it with somebody and that was okay. Right. So for him to know, like, I don't have to st- stick around and listen to Lindsay's conversation yeah. with so-and-so I can just leave. That was a good thing for him to know that he could do and right. a good way for me to be able to process it yeah. and work mm-hmm. through it. We're not in that same place anymore. Um, now we can talk about it. Now he can talk about it. Um, therapy would have been a really great option for us then. 
Um, unfortunately, we did not take it, but we are in therapy now and <laughs> have worked through it since then. But that's just a really solid example of like somebody wanting to talk about yeah. it and somebody not mm-hmm. wanting to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. And even within the same house, sure. that can be true. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's okay to take one road or the other, as right. long as you're not harming anybody else. Sure. Yeah. Sure. You can, you know, Hey, I know you need to work through this, but I can't really talk about this right now. Right. right let's set up a time to talk about it and then you can kind of repair yourself to mentally be in that place yeah um i feel like that's a good chance to say to the husbands you know yeah like if you're dealing with it differently than her that's okay just talk about that fact yeah Mm -hmm. just exactly both of you be like hey peter's the same way with Mm -hmm. aiden's trauma he has a harder time hearing it i grieve and relief relieve the pressure of everything by talking about it too much probably Mm -hmm. but you know, we do it differently, but we've talked about that. And he's like, well, is it okay if I just say it's gotten to be too much if we're talking with friends about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Tell that to me and then I can stop and we can right. be done. Mm-hmm. But he's like, well, I don't want you to not get your opportunity. And I said, well, you d- you're giving me the opportunity, but you're saying, okay, I've reached a point where it's too right. much for mm-hmm. me. But yeah. like, you know, guys and, you know, husbands and wives talk about how you deal with it differently because you probably will because mm-hmm. opposites attract. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, so we're probably both, you know, we're all going to be in that situation. So just have that open communication. Mm-hmm. Of, right. It's okay if you need to walk away or mm-hmm. take space, but I do have to process right. this mm-hmm. way or right. vice versa, whatever that looks like. Yeah. And I think it's important too, to know the difference between like, you know, when, for example, when Blake would shut down or explode, I thought that, that it was me. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, now he realizes, and now he will say, I love you, and I know you have to work through this. Mm-hmm. Right now, my brain can't handle it. Yeah. I'm sorry that I can't handle this right now, yeah. but let, can we talk about this another time when mm-hmm. I'm feeling more yeah. ready? And then it's like, oh, it's not it's not me. Yeah. It's something that you're dealing with right, right. now, right. and I don't take that on myself yeah, and I think sure. that's a por- an important differentiation yeah. to make mm-hmm. and even for us you know for me to be able to say this is too hard for me right now yeah like mm-hmm. I, I know we need to work through this but this is really hard for me right now right. can we just like push it back or you know whatever it's just important to say what to say what we feel yes instead of just making it vague and yeah like be specific mm-hmm. this is making me feel really sad right now and I just don't want to be in that headspace mm-hmm. yep our objective this month is to be a blessing and we mean that in the sense of be a blessing to others and to yourself mm. so if you're not in this club and you know that the holidays are coming up and you have a friend who doesn't have kids be a blessing to her and ask her to come over and partake in one of your traditions with you um, or if you know somebody who has you know we have thanksgiving coming up in here in the united states And if you know somebody who doesn't have anywhere to spend it, invite them to your place. Be a blessing, but also be a blessing to yourself and admit to yourself when it's too much and give yourself a break. Give yourself permission to just take a break and step back or to not make the turkey this year. Um, Give yourself permission to, you know, just step back and take a pause. It's okay. Just, you know, be a blessing to the people around it. Be a blessing to yourself. And we're glad you're here this week. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us today on the Yet We Thrive podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, go ahead and take a screenshot to share on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Yet We Thrive or at yetwethrive.com. If our podcast has impacted you at all, we would so appreciate if you would take a couple of moments to leave a review. These things will help us to share the word and keep on thriving. Until next time.